and welcome to episode three of the New Writers Podcast. I am your host, Chris Langan, coming at you once again. This is episode three, and we have another guest. I am super excited. You know, I just when I started this thing, I thought it was just going to be me rambling on and on about, oh, hey, writing is fun, and this is how I do it. But uh, with me today, we have Leo. Leo, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and to the good people. Yo, 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 it's Leo. I am the greatest rapper of all time. No cap. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just here to, you know, help Chris's podcast take off to like new levels of stardom. And that's, that's, that's my goal. Yes. Here. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm a man. I'm, I'm about to make Chris's dreams come true. I'm about to sign both of his, you know, both, both of his pecs. I'm about to, you know, change the whole rap game. But yeah, <laughs> that's, that's me. I'm Leo G, Leo Gilad, Leo Greenfield. Greenfield's my rap name. And I also have written some short stories. I'm not like, well, I used to do prose, but that's a story for another day or, you know, later, <laughs> later in the podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's a story for uh, five minutes. Yeah, from exactly. Now. Five minutes, five minutes a day. You know, who, who can tell? Um, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> the, the goat rapper. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Nice. So now let me, let me, in case you can tell Leo is a rapper. We we don't discriminate around here. Yeah, we get yeah. all sorts of writing. It is the new writers podcast. No not the new author, new prose, new poet. It's everybody. We do not discriminate. <laughs> so writing lyrics and song lyrics has always been out of reach for me. Mm. You know what I mean? How did you make the leap? You went from prose to okay. to rap. Yeah, yeah. To lyrics. So right? this is gonna sound. Oh, sorry, sir. Were you? Saying? I was gonna say, give us your origin story. All right, the origin story, the birth, <laughs> the birth of a young hero. No, um, radioactive spider. Yeah. So I was at, uh, I was at a lab, and there was this like huge ass like rapper, like this radioactive rapper at the lab. And he just like hit my forehead. <laughs> no. Okay. So basically, this is gonna sound really dumb, but I was like fourteen. I had, I was really bad with girls. And I thought, you know what? If I can write like a really lovey-dovey, nice, like romantic song, they'll be all over me. So that's what I did. I wrote some like cheesy. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I. I. I never really learned how to write songs that well until I was like, until like last year, honestly. But anyway, so I started when I was about fourteen, and I wrote. I. I, I was like, okay, I'm gonna start a band. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna get a bunch of people. Get some of my friends. We're gonna make music, and, and that's that's what we're gonna do. And uh, we only ended up writing three songs together as a group. Like that—that's kind of what started my 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 aspirations to to make music, to write songs in the first place. Because I I don't I don't know I've never I've never actually learned an instrument completely. I learned a bit of guitar and a bit of piano, but I never you know mastered it. So songwriting has always been my musical ex- form of expression. Yeah. So I started a band with my friend, and he he played guitar. My other friend played drums. Yada yada yada. And over the course of like two years of being in school together, we sort of, we made three songs. I performed them. I didn't get any girls as a result of them, but you know, no love lost. I'm a goddamn songwriter now. What, what are you, you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, how, on my journey to becoming, you know, the next Leonard Cohen, you know, the next Jewish, you know, lady extraordinaire, I sort of. I took a detour. I found another Jewish icon to look up to. You know, I'm not even looking at a Leonard Cohen fan, but anyways, um, Andy, Andy, Andy Samberg and the Lonely Island. Oh, those guys are amazing. That was what that they, I'm not even kidding. I like no joke. The reason I am a rapper now 
is because of Andy Samberg. Like, seriously, I'm not even kidding. Andy flipping Samberg. The guy who's saying, you know, I just, well, no, that wasn't him. I, I just, you know, I just had sex, you know, that, that, that oh, leg- yeah. le- legendary, absolutely timeless classic. Exactly. Generations from now, I'm still going to be listening to that song and I'm going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to show my kids that I'm going to say this, this was, this was me, you know, this was my childhood, but <laughs> this, this is what formed me. <laughs> this is, this is how daddy makes money, boy. No, um, seriously. Um, but yeah, Andy Samberg was my hero. You know, also the other guys were dope too, but Andy Samberg was like the star. Yeah, that was when I first discovered rapping, like really rapping. You know, not I kind of you know I knew what rapping was. Like everyone knows what rapping is, but nobody like there's like a certain step you take to you know that w- when you first realize you know oh rapping you know this is rap 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 that sounds that sounds really confusing, but yeah right um <laughs> you get my drift um yeah, yeah I follow you. you follow me okay go dope um. Let me ask you this: when you when you first started off, did you start off? Did you sit down and, as far as process goes, getting mm-hmm. the lyrics was it was it just there? Did you go by the seat of your pants? Did you plot it out? Walk us through how you when you wanted to start your process. Yeah, of getting your song out. Okay, well, I didn't actually I didn't release music for a long time, but I like wrote it, you know, just for fun, and you know, yeah, just for the hell of it, really. And what I Good. honestly, like, oh yeah, it's best practice. Yeah, exactly. And I, I, I didn't really, understand, I didn't understand like measures and bars and all that stuff. I just, I kind of just wrote whatever came to my mind. If it sounded good, it sounded good. And usually it sounded like in, in hindsight, when I read back on my old notebook, which I, I lost now, but when I read back on it a few months ago or whatever, I was just blown away by how terrible the structure, the structure of the, all the songs were. They were just mind numbingly awful. It's honestly a surprise that anybody enjoyed them but you know any um that's so funny that you say that because i think that's something that's almost universal across any form of writing true when you first start out you think yeah i'm pretty good at this This it's pretty good yeah exactly this isn't bad and then as you progress as you write more and you learn more uh, you you go back and oh that is hot garbage yeah so taking a bit of a detour from my story um i i'm i've been working on a, like a novel for the last three years it's it's not it's kind of it, it comes to grinding halts every so often and i don't know i'm just i'm not as motivated as i used to, to finish it but right anyways it's funny because it's like it's like 200 pages now the first draft so far that's not bad that's sizable yeah i mean it, it's sizable but most of it is like like i but here's the the, the the kicker here the real <laughs> oh boy is like i read back on it like the first few pages, I'm like, oh my god, who is this pretentious douchebag writing this? <laughs> oh my Jesus Christ! But um, yeah, it and that you know now and even like not even that far back, like let's say page 150 is still utter garbage. Um, yeah, so it's funny because you know I've been writing it over the last two years with like minimal edit, so it's like it's it's basically like a microcosm of my improvements over the last two years. It's, it's weird. But yeah, nice. It's funny. It's uh, yes, again. Embarrassing. Oh yeah. <laughs> one of the one of my very first short stories that I wrote when I first started off. It was I. I my thing is science fiction. That's my bread and butter. I love it. Yeah. And I loved a story about a crew that went to this alien planet, right? And yeah. I was wrote them there like they're all friends. They're all happy and everything was going smoothly, and. I thought it was fine. It was a good crew. No so then, 
no conflict at all. <laughs> and I had someone to read it, and they're like, these guys are all friends? That's kind of boring. They're like, <laughs> they need some more conflict. And I was like, yeah, you are absolutely right. <laughs> yeah. So I threw everything out. Yeah, yeah no, you have a drinking problem now, and, <laughs> and you're only the commander because through nepotism. And <laughs> so when I got in with them, they all hated each other. <laughs> Jesus. So, but it was way more interesting than, sure, I mean, yeah, we're buddies and we're exploring. I think at the end of the day, it doesn't need to be written well more so than it just needs to be interesting. You know what I mean? Exactly. It needs to be, honestly, at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's good to have a well-written story, like with, you know, well-written characters, well-developed plots, all that jazz. But most people will just settle for some garbage that's you know that's just entertaining. <laughs> like that's not my my point is like you should settle for less. My point is like if all you've got is like middling entertainment for you know people trying to fall asleep watching the television, that's still gonna make you money. That <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Terrible lesson, is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so cynical. <laughs> let's let's write another Saw movie. <laughs> that's my motto as a rapper, actually. <laughs> oh, nice. I make music for the masses. No, um, I make music for myself. But that's um, that is good. All the advice I ever here. It says when you write, and across any medium, when you write, you need to write for someone. And a lot of times, a lot of stuff I've written, some of the best stuff I've written, and some of the best stuff I've seen other people write is stuff that they want to see, stuff that they enjoy. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. So that was that was spot on. Yep. I mean, yeah, honestly. But a lot of the writing that I also do is super, like, therapeutic, I guess. It's, like, <laughs> it's, well, my older stories are definitely me, like, mostly writing out of this, for the sake of, like, shitting on other people in my life that I hated. Like, I yeah. put them in a story and then have them, like, you know, go through some shit. Or, I, you know, I, I, I have these, like, super autobiographical characters. And honestly, reading back on some of these stories, I actually, the song that I sent you, it's based on a document that I found in my just scrolling through google Docs, just looking taking a trip down memory lane and it was this like autobiographical like one page thing that was like written like a diary i think i had some idea for like a diary but it was it was pretty clear i was writing about myself and it was probably the most pretentious thing that i've ever read in my entire life like i was i was an arrogant little asshole i mean i'm still arrogant but at least you know i'm aware of it now you know what i mean i'm, yeah. I'm cocky but i know that you know i'm like i, I kind of i i wasn't Cause I was like one of those guys. It's like, yo, why don't the girls like me? I'm so nice. Like I was one of those guys. Now, now I understand. <laughs> now I get it. <laughs> You're like, oh, okay. Uh, I'm not a nice guy. I see. I'm a, I'm an asshole. Okay, but um, anyways, yeah. So the song that I wrote, I was like, the first verse is from the perspective of 14 year old me, and then the the second verse is like my response now, because that's what I wrote. It was based on the whole diary entry that I did. But yeah, that. that Oh, that's another thing. Okay, so you going back to what you were talking about songwriting. Mm-hmm. Honestly, what I do is I just I try to rec- write down every idea that I have. Usually, I don't have like a song with like a concept because I usually just write you know whatever I feel at the time. I don't you know go into a song with like this big metaphor or whatever in mind. I kind of just wing it as I go, and usually it ends up. Usually, my mind, my the the space of mind I'm in affects uh, the story of the song, or it affects you know. It, it usually affects the general theme, even if it's a little, you know, clunk, uh, clunky or, you know, jumbled. But that's kind of the beauty of songwriting is that you don't necessarily need a big idea going. You can kind of wing it because 
song is is a much more uh, emotionally, you know, raw form of art than you know uh, writing than prose because you know a book can make you cry, but it's a book can can really only make you cry over the course of like the entire book. You know what I mean? You exactly. Cry yeah. Climax. It's more of like a there's a lot more setup to do before the emotional payoff. So with song, it's more. Go ahead. No, no, keep saying. I was going to say, a book can't make you cry in four minutes. Exactly. Exactly. A song will probably, like a lot of songs will make you cry, in, even in like two minutes, you know, three minutes. Mm-hmm. It's a very condensed, you know, very, you know, you have to put all the emotion into there, you know, immediately. It's a very, uh, it's like very, it's a, it's supposed to be like a quick gratification. Okay. Like yeah. 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 So with the song, you know, you could just kind of afford, you don't have to have like a story or a plot. That's what I kind of, I, that's what I like about it. Uh-huh. You can just write your feelings. Or whatever you have on your mind, and if it's you know if the instrumental is good, if the if your vo- voice is nice, you know it, it's honestly a very it's a more temperamental art form. But I feel like I have more control over it. In a sense. Yeah, I mean songwriting is kind of like a as an outsider looking in to songwriting, I see it as and put put it in the same category as poetry. Very hello short form, but very raw and powerful. Yeah, and you put the best song and the best poem best book right next to each other and it's the nine times out of ten the song and the poem are going to hit you way harder with way more intensity you know the a good book will get you yeah but of course like you said it's got to be raw it's gonna be quick you're gonna hit like a truck (laughs) exactly no i mean recently i read this book uh i don't know if you've heard of it do you know jonathan franzen it's called freedom uh no Uh, I am unfamiliar. I forgot you're more of a sci-fi guy, but uh, it's um. I mean, right? I I reckon you mostly read sci-fi. Uh, yeah, I kind of, I branch out here and there. I'm trying to branch out. <laughs> oh, don't I don't want to be a one-trick pony. Judging. It's just uh, I, mo- a lot of my friends mostly just read sci-fi fantasy, and I, I don't. I mean, I like sci-fi and fantasy a lot. Don't get me wrong, but I I always felt like this might be kind of a a childish thing to say, but. It's, I always felt like they were more visual. Like it always appealed to me more visually than having to imagine imagine everything. Right. Yeah. But, but maybe that's because my imagination is shit after years of using computers and stuff. But you know, <laughs> um, I, I still enjoy I, I enjoy writing sci-fi. Don't get me wrong. And writing sci-fi is a lot of fun. I just get so caught up in like trying to make everything sci- like not scientifically intact, but you know, logically. Because I, I feel like a lot of like the best sci-fi writers have you know spent years researching and done a lot of you know, oh yeah for sure they, they know their shit when it comes to you know how a spacecraft is run or you know a, just not even a spacecraft just like you know usually you get most people you know most people resort to the you know uh the usual uh the connection between you know just sea travel and oh, space yeah. travel you know the ship the pilot the crew all that stuff you know there's a lot of you know in because most people n- nobody has, have, has ever you know traveled in space with like you know like you know all that shit so it's mostly common you know, theme of exploration see. stuff like that it's always fun to explore exactly. as far as details go and being accurate with your science and your science fiction i always kind of compare it to star wars and the expanse you know what i mean gotcha. both are excellent both are really good but star wars is just there's no sound in space <laughs> you know x-wings <laughs> yeah. If it was really in space, yeah. Yeah. It, it wouldn't fly like a fighter plane or a jet plane. The thing about the Expanse is it's way more accurate. They're using, as far as the books and the show are excellent, they're basically thrust will create gravity, and if they're not thrusting, then there's no gravity on their ships. Even Star Trek, 
was like, oh, we have artificial gravity. I was like, all right. You know, I'm with it. It's still good. Great sci-fi content, but it's just, it's like the the Expanse goes the extra mile. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like, you know, a sci-fi, a sci-fi story can still be enjoyable, even if, it's, even if the science makes little to no sense. But the, the writers who go the extra mile to make sure it kind of, it makes sense in your head, that's the one that's going to stick Absolutely. with you, you know? Absolutely. It's good stuff. I, <laughs> I always love the episodes where I don't know what to title the episode of the podcast. We started talking about a little bit about songwriting. They were talking about Star Wars and the Expanse, and we're all over the place. <laughs> eclectic. You can call it. Eclectic is a good word for uh, it. Uh, eclectic. Yeah, yeah, that works. The, the eclectic episode. So, all right. One question for you. Let's say right. you get a listener who is real enthusiastic about songwriting and don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Give up. Stop. What are you doing? <laughs> no, I'm uh, kidding. So your advice is to reevaluate. No, someone who wants to get into it, whether it be rap or any sort of lyrical songwriting, what would you recommend? Yeah, what was what piece of advice would you get someone starting off? Just listen to a lot of music and listen to it very, like, listen to it more carefully than you would. Because there's a lot of, you know, people that just listen to music casually, and there's nothing wrong with that. But if you want to make music, you should at least understand music on a basic level. Like, I'm not a music theory expert by any means. I, I barely know shit about music theory. But I do know, you know, how bars work, how how songs are structured, how, you know, certain instruments sound. You know, I, I kind of, I can, when, when, here's the, here okay, here's. My thoughts are a bit jumbled, but here's the big, big difference between a casual listener and someone who's, you know, passionate about music. A casual listener, when they listen to a good song, they'll say, I love that song. You know, it's great. It's catchy. When a music nerd or someone passionate about music listens to a song, they'll, they'll say, oh, I like how the, the chords here are structured. I like this, uh, this chord progression. I like the way the organ here after the hook sounds, you know, they'll say, they'll they can kind of describe why they like the song so much so you want to get to the level where you can kind of describe why you like the song or why you like some lyrics or whatever you want to do and once you know how to articulate why you like something you can kind of recreate it for yourself a lot of my old right a lot of my old rapping like i'm still not you know totally my own rapper because you know i'm not that good yet but i'm at the point where I can sort of start to separate myself from my influences. When I was starting out, I just copied Eminem. I just copied J. Cole. I just copied Kendrick Lamar. I just copied J.I.D. I just copied Earl Sweatshirt. I just copied Tyler. Like, I, I was just copying all my influences. And, you know, that's fine. Nothing wrong with that. People have made whole careers off of copying their influences. I mean, look at Greta Van Fleet and, you know, Led Zeppelin. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, or, I don't know, uh... I legit thought I was listening to a, a an undiscovered Led Zeppelin track like, when I first honestly, heard Great Event Fate. People have made their entire careers off of copying other artists. It's fine. But if you want to be your own artist, then it's also you also at some point you have to separate yourself. But don't think about that yet. You just wanna for now, if you're starting off, find who you like, copy who you like, you know. There's a quote by Pablo Picasso, it's very commonly used. Um I think good artists copy, great artists steal, right? That's not that's what you should be doing until you can, you know, make your own prop product instead of having to steal from other people. You know what I mean? Honestly, yeah, no, that's good. That's good listening. Stuff. That's all I did. I just, I honestly, a lot of my time is just dedicated to just listening to music, you know, writing about music just for my own self. I have like a whole, I'm doing like a top 50 of 2019 top 50 albums and I'm just writing a little 
thing about every one of them just for fun. And, you know, I send it to people, you know, if they want recommendations. But, yeah, that's that's all I do. Listen to music. And, yeah, like I said, once you get to that point where you know how to describe why you like something, you can recreate it. So that's my summary. I hear you. I always say this. Everybody's different. Everybody's got their own path, their own journey that they walk on. But I notice with myself, too, that along the lines of what you're saying, that as I as I started writing more and reading more, I actually got to the point where stories I would I would go to the movies and stuff like that and watch TV things I would consume I'd be able to predict yeah, what would exactly. happen I'd be like oh okay that's this story be here yep and it's still too early for resolution so that's a misdirect exactly. whoa <laughs> you know <laughs> and it's funny cuz kind of fucking ruins it <laughs> well it, it kind of I, for me it didn't really I was looking at it with new eyes. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not going to lie, full disclosure, a good movie can make me cry. Yep. No, uh, of the, course. The beginning of Up, for the longest oh. time, Return of the King, the ending, were Aragorn's coronation. Oh, my gosh. But now it's like, as I've been writing more and more, it takes a lot more for me to even water up now. Damn. Because I think I've got it, I don't know if it's sensitized, or if I know how the sausage is made, I was like, oh, they're trying to, to get me to cry. The writers yep. want an emotional reaction out of me right here. And I, just, I respect it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it feels good. But I, yeah, but I won't, it, because I know I can see it coming or recognize what's being done that's intentionally being done. It's like, okay, it, it kind of lessens it a little bit for me. Yeah, but, I get you. But that's it's a- still like a, it's a, crazy kind of feeling to go through go from bawling my buys out to oh wait <laughs> yeah no my dad went through a much more extreme version of that he he literally went to film school like he he went he oh, studied wow. for four years he came out of it not being able to appreciate mu- movies <laughs> like, in the same way like it, it was over from that point <laughs> no, um, <laughs> oh they're all garbage i mean you know he's super like he's extremely critical he like it takes a lot to make a like a good movie for him that's that's why i was saying like what are you doing why are you becoming a songwriter like what the fuck is wrong with you don't do it no (laughs) no i'm kidding but uh because the funny the thing about music is like there's no like because in writing you know there's the universal methods that all like almost every single writer will follow right there's like western storytelling kind of follows a pattern which is not a bad thing it's just that's just what it is and um music is you know, it's similar, of course, there's, you know, the verse, the hook, the verse, the hook. But the the part about music that, that the, the most interesting part of music isn't necessarily the structure, you know what I mean? It's the sounds, the lyrics, which yeah. can, you know, literally different across every song, which is also, well, I mean, this is why I can't listen to some, like, trap artists, because, you know, while I do like a trap song here and there, like like a party banger, uh-huh. like, I don't, I don't have anything against them at all. It's like, when you have a whole album of those, it's it's just... It gets diluted, but um, <laughs> yeah, you can't, you can't repeat a formula and expect it to work. But at the same time, with songs, honestly, if Paul Simon wrote a song that was just hook verse hook verse hook every single time, like for an entire album, I have faith that he can make a damn good album, even just oh yeah, same. like Paul Simon is probably oh yeah, I should probably mention Paul Simon is probably like my single most like like he is my favorite songwriter of all time. Like I don't think oh, he's nice. ever a cliche line in his entire life. Like everything he says sounds so original. Oh, that's another thing. Okay, that's another word of advice for songwriters. If you're gonna like, even despite copying an artist, you should always try to make your lyrics 
feel like they're coming out of your mouth and not just, you know, like if, if you're like what I do is if I look at my lyrics and I feel like they could come out of anybody's mouth, like they could just, you know, anybody could say them and it work. I kind of, I try to modify them so that there's a sense of individualism to them. Like this could only have come from Greenfield. This couldn't have come from, you know, like look at Eminem's lines, his, his lyrics, you know, oh, you, yeah. you, you wouldn't, you can't see Tupac saying his shit. You can't see, you know, anybody saying his lines, but you know, Eminem, you can't see, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of something. Tyler, the creator dude's got one of the most original. That's what I kind of don't like about his newer stuff is that like, it's a little too copy paste for me. I, I can't, I can see like a lot of rappers saying it, but I think his, his voice and his instructions. Oh yeah. That's another thing. If you, oh, <laughs> I'm kind of jumping around a lot, but yeah, lyrics no, should be you. And also if you're, if your lyrics aren't like most unique and just, you can't really do much. You're not that good at it. You have to have some good inflections. You know what I mean? Some inflection, yeah. inflection, voice, what a little, little showmanship exactly, exactly yeah yeah confidence yeah. oh my God. confidence okay this mostly applies to rappers i don't know about like singer songwriters or whatever but for rappers if if any rappers are watching this i don't know how many rapper fans you got but <laughs> confidence can carry you so damn far like there are some rappers who have like terrible lyrics they have like they're just they they, they, they can't write a bar for shit but goddamn their confidence is just astoundingly good you know what i mean they're, yeah I shouldn't say that they can't write a bar for shit, but like their bars are not, you know, that emotionally gratifying, but just the way they carry themselves. Like, um, like Benny, the butcher, one of my favorite rappers right now, he's like underground. He raps mostly about like doing, you know, trading, like doing, uh, dealing crack and shit like that. You know, I can't relate to that, but God damn his confidence is just so like <laughs> unreal. I, 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 like, it makes me want to go out and deal crack. You know what I mean? <laughs> it makes me want to jump into the crack game. Like I'm not going to lie. Oh man. But yeah, that's, that's maybe don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe not. God damn. I didn't want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that that's good that he can take you to a place like that. Yeah. Where you're like, yeah. man, you know, at the end of the day, that's what writing is about. Just exactly. any exactly. any medium. Just take your audience to a different place. Exactly. That's um you wanna I think a lot of reading and writing and you know, listening to music is also escapism, you know what I mean? Oh People for sure. Escape, which is you know, partially why I'm not I'm I I I've had dire diary of Anne Frank on my, you know, list for a long time. Yeah. And I have never gotten to it because it, it just it's just too close to home, you know? It's just Yeah, I mean too damn too damn like I'm gonna get to it one day. I know I know I will. I, yeah. It's it's gonna it's gonna hurt. Yeah, and it's I follow you on that. It's you know it's important. It's not escapism, but it's still important. Exactly. I hear you. All right, man. Let's bring it on home. This yeah. has been episode three. It's been great having you, Leo. Thank you Thanks, for man, for coming on. For yeah, this is good stuff. Like I said, we don't discriminate any and all type of writers. Everybody starts somewhere. I'll come back with like some erotic fan fiction, you know? And, oh, yeah. We'll do a reading. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And do you have anything you want to plug? So, my IG, I guess, I'll plug at Greenfield Rapper. All cap. No, not all caps. All lowercase. No underscore. Nothing. Just Greenfield Rapper. And uh, my SoundCloud will be there. So if anyone wants to listen to my music, they can go there. I've got a song dropping on Friday on streaming services for the first time. So that's pretty major. Um, nice. So yeah, just. I mean, if you don't listen to me, you a fool. No. Um. Um. No. <laughs> but, but all seriousness. Yeah. Just. Yeah. That's all I have. Thank. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for coming, man. You guys check out Leo's Leo Greenfield's music. Yes. 
Thank you. Thank he's you. on SoundCloud, and I'll put I'll put your link in the in the show notes for everybody oh, can check you, you out. Yeah, appreciate. Yeah, that. no problem, man. No problemo. So, like I said, episode three, it's Woo. it slapped. <laughs> That's what the kids say, right? It went hard. Yeah, it went hard. <laughs> it, it was, was lit. lit dog. <laughs> <laughs> it was lit. Join us again next week for episode four as we keep this train rolling on the yeah. New Writers Podcast. Like I said, my name is Chris Langan. You can find me on Twitter at Chris underscore Langan, L-A-N-G-A-N. The show itself actually has its own Twitter handle. is Ooh. at the new writers P1. Yeah. Still trying to why the trying to figure out why the P1 is there. Haven't looked into it, but I will. But for now, the new writers P1. And thank you all for listening. Check out Leo's stuff. Yes. And we will catch you next time. And I know I kind of messed up my my send off last week, but I got it now. I got it now. So here we go. May your views smile upon you, and may your words ring true. <laughs> <laughs>